Today's scripture is the reading of Ephesians, the fourth chapter, the 14th through 16th verse. Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by the wind of the teaching, and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow, become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love. As each part does its work, this is the word of the Lord. We are continuing our our study. We're about two-thirds through. For those of you who are keeping track, we're about two-thirds through uh, the letter uh, to the church at Ephesus. Um, By the middle of September, we'll be done with this, and we'll... uh, jump over into the Old Testament. But the last time we explored the uh, 7th to the 13th verses of the 4th chapter. And in the 7th verse, Paul wrote, but to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. But to each one of us, to each one of you, uh, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. We saw that how each one of us has been given grace, measured out specifically for you. It's, 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 it's amazing to think, as we shared before, that the, the same God that, that bothers to count the number of hairs on our head uh, apportions out grace in a way, in a manner that is particular to you. It's, it's, it's you know, you wouldn't want to go to a shoe store and uh, you, you, you're looking for a certain shoe, and the salesperson tries to force you in a, in a size too small for your feet. You, you wouldn't want that. You, you want the shoe that's perfect for your foot. Because otherwise, and you, you know, I'm not a podiatrist, but you know that having the wrong foot, either big, too big or too small, creates all types of issues, back issues, Corns, bunions, you, you all know what I'm talking about. It's just all types of issues. I don't know, I want to ask you to take off your shoes because I'll, I'll show you. It's like, I just wanted that pair of shoes. Well, it's not your size. You, you, see, 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 but Christ has given us grace that's just your size. That's just your size. That's, that's just for the things that, that's going on in your life and for the things that God has intended for you. So what does that mean? It means that grace is specific. Grace, by definition, is given. It's not earned. And grace is given for application, not consumption. And that's where we tend to fall down. That again, we tend to think that grace that is extended is just like, you know, we win in the lottery. It's like, oh, thank you very much. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trust me, if you don't have family like mine, if you, you have family, it's like, oh, you won? Hey, you know, show her a little love my way, you know? Just, just you know, so, but, but, but grace is given for application and sharing, not consumption. God has graced us to live out a specific life, a, a specific set of responsibilities to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. And he goes on in verse 13. How long are we supposed to do this? Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. As we shared uh, last time, that's going to be a long time. That's that's a job that we're not going to get out of anytime soon. So 
the, the, the takeaway is, as you look at, as you unpack this, is, is to see the connection between our unity and faith and knowledge, how it's linked directly with our spiritual maturity. Say that again. Uh, our unity and faith and knowledge is directly linked with our spiritual maturity. Or to put it another way, uh, the lack of maturity, the lack of maturity is rooted in not having a complete knowledge of who he is. Which means, necessarily, if I don't know who he is, then how can I be unified with him or his people? It's not just hard, it's impossible. If I don't know him, I can't be unified with him. And if I can't be unified with him, I can't be unified with you if you're unified with him. So that ought to explain a lot of the dysfunction that you may experience. Well, so-and-so's got, 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 got a membership at ABC Church. Well, a membership in a church does not necessarily equate to a relationship with him. And that's where we need to really, we need to go there. Hey, there's a lot of folks that have membership. I mean, by any, uh, any uh, statistic or measure, uh, uh, you know, the, the preponderance of uh, people uh, within the United States declare themselves as faith-believing Christians. But you wouldn't know that by the, how things are operating uh, in terms of how we operate. And again, that's I, I shared, and, I, I, and I've been there myself. It's like sometimes we want to just keep our, uh, we don't want that little fish on our car, not that that necessarily means anything, but we don't want the fish on the car, particularly if we uh, 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 want to get even with someone who just cut us off. You know, we, we, don't, want, we don't want that, that, that identity. So if we're not unified, if we don't have a, a it, we can't be mature if we don't have a complete knowledge of who he is, and we can't be unified with him or with his, his followers. But when it all comes together, the body of Christ, all of us, we reach the whole, the full measure of fullness in him. So today we want to begin our study at the uh, 14th verse, and Paul begins with, with a transitional word of conclusion, then. Then, then, after urging them to live a life worthy of their calling, after imploring them to be completely humble and gentle, to be patient, to bear one another in love, to make every effort to maintain the unity, the peaceful unity of the Spirit of God. Why? Because there's only one body, there's only one spirit, and we are called to the one same hope. There's only one Lord, there's only one faith, there's only one baptism. There's only one God and only one Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. And because we ought to live out the grace that has been given to each of us, speaking the truth in love, maturing and growing in his image, then and only then will we no longer be infants. Then, then we will no longer be infants. Okay, let me just, here's, here's a test. Can we all agree what infants are? Can, can, can we all agree what infants are? You know, we just saw a little, little example of that with my grandchild uh, running across here. What are infants? Well, here's an easy definition. They're not adults. Okay? Do, do, can, can, can we accept that? Infants aren't miniature versions of you. Pastor Meeks, uh, you're really profound today. No, no, I'm trying, to help, I'm trying to help a brother or sister out. Because a lot of times we look at little ones as 
miniature versions of you and the reasoning and the rationing that goes on with someone with a brain that's not fully developed and it's like, uh-huh, 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 and then they go off like a pig to slop and it's like, why are you doing that again? Because I'm not an adult. I'm not an adult. I'm not mature. I'm not capable of, of, of reasoning at your level. I'm not, I, I can't go there with you. So Paul writes that the consequence of not being, uh, so he said, we're no longer infants. And so the consequence of not being infantile is then when we are no longer, we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves, blown here, there, by every wind of teaching, by every cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. I don't have to, uh, you don't, trust me, I love everyone. I, I, I so more than you understand, but you don't have you don't have to uh, 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 explain. Well, well, am, am I mature or not? If you really want to know, ask me. If you really want to know, ask me. Because a lot of times the questions that that you ask or the behavior that you exhibit, it, it, it's it's a it's a it's a reflection of whether or not we am I really mature. So when you see a three-year-old walking and doing what three-year-olds do, you don't ask, are, are, are you mature? Are, are, are you grown? No. Of course not. See, but obviously we can masquerade that as adults because, you know, we don't go around, although some of us might, you know, we don't go around with bottles with little nipples and, and, and you know, a, a 30-year-old with a bottle hanging from their mouth. You know, for, with a kid, it looks cute. With a 30-year-old, it looks pathetic. Is this there's something? There's something dysfunctional. There's something serious, fundamentally wrong with with an adult grasping a bottle and feeding off of that. As one theologian writes, the ministry was not given only to enable the church to grow, but also that it would be able to resist any forces that might corrupt or destroy it. Ministers themselves are not direct agents in this resistance. All believers are summoned to the task. Should any fail, unity may become chaos. We are all called. See, that's why uh, we won't be infants tossed uh, back and forth, waves blowing us here and there. See, but if we're, if we're unified, the things that you have that I need, I can get from you. The things that I have that you need, you could get from me. I don't know, I mean, you guys are too young. Maybe you don't remember big time wrestling, you know, with uh, Haystack Calhoun and different ones like that. So you remember that, I got a witness. You know, when they had the tag team stuff, you remember that? You remember that? It's like the one, one person was just getting pummeled to death. Just beat, beat. And they, 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 they reached through the ropes, and that's all they could do was just stick their hand through, and then their partner would hit their hand, and then they'd come in, and they'd start wailing away on the person. See? That's the body of Christ. It's like, oh, man, I'm just getting, I'm getting, I'm getting beat up right now. It's like, oh, man, if I could just get a call to someone who can uh, tag my, it's like, okay, I'm there for you, brother. I'm there for you, sister. See? See? That's what mature people can do. But if I tag the hand of my grandkids, Abba, why are you tapping my hand? I need some help. In the similar way. The, the, the entire body, not just one part, enables us to no longer live at a juvenile state. 
We're, we're dependent, we are dependent on others. Uh, we're, 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 we're completely dependent on others. Oh, pastor, you know, this. Oh, sister, this, this. It's just like, no, no, I need, I need help. I need your help. Just as much as you need my help, I need your help. Just as much as you need my prayers, I need your prayers. It's just, it's, 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 this is just a different role. That's all it is, just a different role. Oh, well, I thought you were super Christian. Well, see, that's what you get for thinking. No, 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 no. I, I have no more Christ in me. I have a different calling, but I have no more Christ in me than you have Christ in you. You, you have the same Holy Spirit DNA coursing through your spirit as I do. Wow, wow, hmm, hmm, pastor, you're fat. Well, that's why we need to all be mature. Because if I tag you, and I, and I, I need you, and I tag you, and you're going to just stand there flat-footed and slack-jawed, and it's like, boy, I sure hate to be pastor right now. He looked like he's, looked like the enemy's getting the best of him. Can a brother get some help? That's why he stresses unity in the knowledge and faith in verse 13. See, we, we've got to remember that it's our understanding of faith in Scripture that sustains us. You remember when Jesus, when he was being tempted in the wilderness, uh, he didn't say, well, let me see. Now, now you've given me an interesting proposition, uh, Satan. Uh, uh, let, me, let me think about that. Let me ponder that. He says, no, uh, it is written. It is written. You've, you've come at me a certain way. Let me come at you with the word. It's written. Oh, well, turn this rock into bread. No, it is written. That we're not to live by bread alone, satisfying the, the, the desires of the flesh. Well, how about you just bow down to me and all these kingdoms of the... No, it's written. I'm not to bow my knee to anybody, especially you. See? So you come, that's, that's a mature response. That's, 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 that's not an infantile response. So Paul continues to what we will no longer be to what we will become as it goes on in verse 15, instead, another transition, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. The whole body, unified, growing, correcting error, sharing truth in love, we will grow. How? In every way. More and more like Christ, less and less like me. Then is now. There's no shortage of folks. It's, you, you just have to turn on the TV or listen to someone, you know, someone, maybe a neighbor, or friend, or family member uh, that, 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 that said, well, this is what I think. You know, this is, you know, if I were you, I would do this. And, I, you know, this is, it's like, but what does the word say? I need you to go with me in prayer. I need you to share with me and let's, let's seek God and seek his face and see what the Holy Spirit will reveal to us in terms of how we should respond. How we should respond in terms of facility, you know, to bring it home. Uh, you know, it's, it'd be easy to say, well, let's go buy this, let's go purchase that. It's like, no, 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 let's, let's seek his face. Let, 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 let's, let's, let's really seek his face. Growth will take place as we speak the truth and love instead of being taken in by those that will say, well, this is what I think. Well, honey, if I were you, I would do this. Well, that's fine in so much as it's rooted in Scripture. If it's in Scripture, it's like, you know, honey, I would do this because the Word says. I would do this because, you know, God, he, 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 he shared with me 
uh, information that I, I'm compelled to pass on to you, that, that, I, that, I'm, that I'm ready to receive. But uh, opinion, not so much. You, you remember what I shared before? I share again. Uh, the, the, how do we get to this point? It's by being unified in him and knowing him. And just like uh, 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 someone who works for the Treasury Department who, who knows counterfeit bills, you don't worry about studying counterfeit money. How you know a fake from the real is to know the real. By knowing the real, you can, you can, you can sniff a fraud a mile off. And so you, and you probably experienced it yourself. It's like, I don't know what that, 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 that person is, is saying, or is it, but it's just, you know, something's just not sitting right with me. Because you know the real from the fake. Because you know the real so well. And so when come, someone comes, and this is a mature behavior, so when someone comes at you with something, it's like, I can't quite put my finger on it, but it just doesn't sound like that's the way to go. That's maturity. That's maturity. So Paul then ends this section with a logical conclusion. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. From him, as each part does its work. From him, as each part does its work. What are, you, what are you saying? What I'm saying is Christ is both the source and the aim and object of our growth. He's both the source of our growth and he's the object of our growth. It's like, it's like if, if, you're, uh, if you're an archer, if you're, if you're, if you're uh, uh, performing archery, you know, he would be the bow, the arrow, and the target. He, he would, he is like, whoa. He is both the means for you to hit him. He, he is the object of our affection and of our goals, of our ambition, of our objectives, and he also gives us the unity, the spirit of the living God, to enable us to hit the target, to hit the mark. Leave me to my own devices. You don't want a bow and arrow in my hand. You probably wouldn't know me. I probably would have shot myself. The thing would have probably hit me back in the face. He just, no, 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 but, but, but in the right hand. In the, in the right hand, then it's like, oh, oh, okay, I can, I can hit the target. Because really, he's the bow. He's the arrow. He's, and he's, he's, he's drawn. He's, he's, he's making the bow tense, and he's going to let it fly too. You think of it this way. It's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, in unity and us working together, be it scrubbing the floor or, 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 or hooking up the AV or, or, or singing praises. It's, it, it, You've seen those in the Olympics where you've seen those rowing, uh, those, those, those long boats, and they might have eight or ten rowers in there, each one in unison. And they even have a, a person that call, barks out the, uh, the orders, stroke, stroke. That person doesn't have, a, doesn't have an oar, doesn't have a paddle. But then you have the other ones in unison doing their thing, stroke, stroke. Now, just, just picture if, if, some way, if you want to be a winner, if you want to be unified, just picture someone uh, on the team that says, you know what, I know they're saying stroke, but when they say stroke, I'm going to go off paddle and I'm going to do just the opposite of what they said because I think it's a better way to do it. Or I'm going to go a different direction. Or the person who's barking out orders decides, you know what, I'm not going to bark out orders right now. I'm, I'm not going to tell you when to stroke. I'm just going to just be quiet. You'd be spinning around in circles. You'd be angry at each other. 
no, no, why aren't you doing this? I, I know, sounds like some ministries from time to time. Because there's not unity. There's, 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 we're, we're not on one accord. But when you know, it's like, look, this is, this is my time for children's church. This is my time for praise team. This is my time to be in AV. This is my time to, to, to serve in nursery. This is my time to, to make sure coffee is, 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 you think, oh, it's just little things, just little things. No, no, no. It's big things because in order for unity to, to happen, we all have to be on the same page. We all have to be knitted together. From him, from him, the whole body joined, held together by every supporting ligament. Then it grows and builds itself up in love. And each part does its work. I don't have to worry about doing your part. You don't have to worry about doing my part. If each part, just each part, just each, well, all my job is to do, do one thing well. Just do whatever God has given, has graced you to do, do that. Do that well, and then all together, the body will grow as each part does its work. Uh, it's in 1 Corinthians. I'm almost done. In 1 Corinthians, uh, the third chapter, Paul writes to, the, to quite a chaotic church. And he says, Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. He goes on to write, so I gave you milk, not solid food, for you are not ready for it. Indeed, you're still not ready. See, that was Paul talking 2,000 years ago to a church at Corinth. We should be further along, Paul's saying, but we can't be there because you're that 30-year-old person uh, drinking or feeding from a straw when you should be using a fork. You, 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 you should be further along than where you are. So that just begs the question uh, that we need to ask about our diet. Uh, what are we consuming? Is it milk or meat? Each of us. Is it, is it milk or is it meat? Like I said, everybody loves a child. Everybody loves a child. Even child, children that misbehave. People, children are just, just naturally, people are just drawn to little ones. They just, just want to hug them and kiss them. Women more than men. I understand that. It's like, you know, that's guys. It's like, okay, that's cute. Now you can have your child back. That's, it's just me. I know, huh? Um, and to see a bottle in a child's mouth is, 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 is expected. It's normal. But to see a bottle in an adult, it's, it's, it's dysfunctional. And, it's, and it's, it's, it's not healthy. It's altogether wrong. And that makes you want to think, so what went wrong? What went wrong was it wasn't that adherence as Paul wrote, from him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, it grows and builds itself up in love when? As each part does its work. Whatever God has graced you to do, whatever God has graced you, whatever God has, well, I'm not quite sure, Pastor Meeks, ask me then. Ask me. And I will go to God with you in prayer. God, give, let, me, let me just give you clarity, revelation. What has he graced you to do? God didn't save us, any of us. None of us are saved just simply 
that's it. That's salvation. I mean, even the thief on the cross, he was like, well, he, you know, he got saved and he, he died. Well, I get to benefit from his story. So even his story lives on beyond himself. See, so, so every one of us is, is saved for purpose. We just have to step into the grace that's already been extended to us. But, but we have to ask, God, what have you graced me to do? What is it you called me to do? Then as we step into that, then the whole body, the whole body, the whole body will flourish. But if we isolate ourselves, if we don't reach out, if we're not unified, then we'll be atrophied. The choice is ours, milk or meat. Milk does a body good, meat's a whole lot better. Let's pray.